Well, hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Surviving Empathy Holiday Edition. Today is Thanksgiving, and we are going to talk all about ghosts. Today, I have my lovely wife, Rebecca, and we're going to talk all about ghosts. But first, we're going to talk a little bit about the show as a whole and why we talk about uh, empath stuff and why we talk about life and mental health and why sometimes we talk about politics because it's all interconnected. You guys, this show is about empowering regular struggling people, the working class, regular folks. And sometimes we like to talk about things like the paranormal because it uh, has a sense of whimsy and fun, but also it's because it has met our burden of proof. And I want to kind of go into that a little bit, but also uh, the reason why we talk about uh, dark things, negative things sometimes, is because we as empaths have to empower ourselves with the truth. And so this show is all about empowerment and empowering regular people, sensitive people, people who are, you know, just going to regular life, jobs every single day and looking for that hope, that spark of life. That's what this is all about is finding that spark of life and empowering ourselves to live the most healthy and robust life possible. So grab yourself a turkey drumstick and grab yourself some gravy and let's begin. Hello again. Welcome to another episode of Surviving Empathy. I am your host, Brian Russell, and today I have my lovely wife and co-host, Rebecca. Please say hi to the folks. Hi to the folks. So uh, last time, you guys, um, that Rebecca and I recorded together, she had a little bit of a stress breakdown. Uh, we call that an energetic letdown. Sometimes it can be a migraine letdown. Sometimes it can be um, just an energetic letdown. Uh, because what happens is, is when you've been working all these days in a row, you finally get a day off and then it kind of like, it's kind of like, uh, it's like inertia. Your body wants to keep going, even though it stopped. And then all of your emotions start catching up to you. So I just wanted to ask you, first of all, how are you doing? You feeling any better? Much better. Okay, good. Not hundred percent, but a yeah. lot better than I was. Well, today's episode, you guys, is about deconstructing this podcast. I wanted to kind of get back to, you know, I kind of deconstructed who I am. And uh, the reason why I did that is because I wanted you guys to kind of know my upbringing and know how I was raised and why I care about what I care about. Um, But I also wanted to uh, now deconstruct this podcast and kind of get you guys uh, to understand why this is. What is this all about? Because it seems like for people who are uninitiated, people who don't understand, uh, haven't been listening to a lot of the podcast, uh, probably think that it's just so random. Like, why did he talk about this? And then why is it? eh, eh." So I wanted to kind of uh, deconstruct that for you. So this episode, you guys, we're calling this episode Ghost Talk. Ghost Talk. Did I say that right? Like coffee talk. It's like coffee talk. We'll talk about (laughs) dogs and daughters. No big whoop. Um, but I wanted this to be mostly about the paranormal today. Uh, we may venture off into other things, but I first wanted to kind of let you guys know why we talk about what we talk about. So my podcast essentially is about the paranormal. It's about helping empaths and sensitives. That also includes introverts um, and anybody who is just uh, struggling uh, that can uh, also uh uh, that also is uh, to help uh, depressives. So anyone who's just has a long history of being depressed or down. Uh, and it's also about mental health and life. Because I think 
life and and energy intersects. And so I, everything's connected. Right. Exactly. Okay. Everything is connected. And so I kind of wanted to go into why we talk about what we talk about. Um, you'll notice that there's always a through line. Uh, every once in a while, I talk about Trump and Trumpism. Every once in a while, I talk about politics. But I try not to be political because it's not about we don't we're not trying to push some liberal agenda. That's entirely not what we want or what we care about. What we care about is creating a world that's nicer, that's kinder, that's less judgmental. And, uh, you know, why do you think some people uh, make it as celebrities and some don't? I believe it has a lot to do with likability. And so when you see certain people, they just have an energy about them that people like. And that's why I'm out here trying to do it too, because I honestly feel like I finally have something to give people that's worth something. You know, I have, you know, I'm not the most positive and optimistic person in the world always, um, but I try to keep it real. And the truth is, is that while I do believe in the power of kindness and the power of positivity and the power of friendship and healing, um, energetically, I want this world to be less punitive less harsh. And so the last few episodes has been a lot about talking about uh, empaths and sensitives and depressives and how we have to deal with that real world out there, dealing with sociopaths, dealing with mean people, dealing with, you know, just a lot of dysfunctional and fucked up shit because, you know, that kind of got me thinking about like movies and nostalgia. Why is it now do you think that we... As a society, we, you know, back in the 50s and 60s, it was all about the future, 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 like sci-fi, everything was about the future. And now you find everything's about the past where it's like, it's almost like society got so shitty and so harsh that we don't see a future anymore. We don't see the jetpacks and the sci-fi visions that we used to have. And now here we are all looking backwards. What do you think the reason for that is? I think because like you said it the future just looks pretty jacked up so yeah it's comfortable to look back and especially like us we look back to the 80s for us it was a, a comfy cozy time for our parents they were probably struggling like crazy but we didn't know about it right so it's it's just like a, a comfy mm-hmm. comfy sweater to put on and just yeah well reminisce. yeah and that's that you know so i want to talk about uh, what this podcast is about but just to finish our thought here you know, the reason why I'm doing this, you guys, is because I I got to the point in life where, you know, I went into the military. I succeeded at all these crazy things. And then I got out and went to college to become a chiropractor. And then I chose culinary school over chiropractic. Uh, and then I worked in the field for many, many years. And people are always asking me, well, why don't you work as a chef anymore, Brian? And the truth is, is because it's fucking awful. It's fucking horrible. You know, and that's the thing is that we're at a point, you guys, where we're no longer rewarding hard work. We're no longer rewarding um, good morals. We're no, we're no longer rewarding uh, people who have built uh, years and a lifetime of hard work. And a lot of times it just doesn't pay off anymore. And so, yeah, and so I got jaded. And so the reason why I this podcast is about empaths is because I realized that my depression 
wasn't just coming from situational depression, although that's exactly what it is. I don't have a chemical imbalance. What I have is a spiritual imbalance. And, um, and so that has informed my thinking about God. That has informed my thinking about this culture and our world and our planet. And that's what it, uh, informs my thinking about celebrities and injustice and inequality <clears throat> and jobs. It, it's all interconnected. It's all interrelated. And why then the paranormal? Well, because empaths deal with feeling vibes, feeling other people's energy. And so I believe that ghosts are energy. <clears throat> and so there's kind of a, a connection there that no empaths aren't ghosts, um, but we sense energy in the same way we would sense a ghost. And that's why I can sense things that other people can't because <clears throat> I'm just energetically sensitive that way. And so what what this whole show is about, the whole enchilada, the whole shebang, it's really about um, empowering people who feel weak, empowering people who feel discouraged and depressed about a culture and economy that isn't going anywhere anymore. It just feels like we're just kind of chugging to nowheresville, you know? Yeah, it does. And and so that was what was wrong with Rebecca the other day is she was feeling this sense of we're never going to get there, that there's no fucking point to this. And that's not to say that there's no point to life. It's that there's no point to jobs other than making money. And there used to be a time, you guys, scouts honor, that you would get go into a job thinking that you were going to have upward mobility, that you were going to be respected, that you were going to somehow use this as a launching pad for something great, greater. And now I think most people are realizing the lie. It's like trickle-down economics. Now we're all like, well, nothing trickle down. I guess it's not coming. You know, we're all waiting for our ship to come in. And that's the thing, you guys, is that equality isn't about creating socialism. It's about creating an economy that benefits everybody. It benefits the, still benefits the wealthy greater than the average folks. But at least at the bottom, the very bare minimum of life means that you're not homeless. You're not going without health care. You're not going without a bad, you're not, you're going, you, you have a job or some form of income and that you are, your minimum standard of, uh, of, of morality is met, you know, because nobody should fall through the cracks to the point where they're homeless or fall through the cracks where their mental health isn't being taken care of or, or just isn't, you know, the, our energetic vibe should be that of fun. And that's what this podcast is about. It's about trying to be have fun, but every once in a while life gets real and I have to talk about real things. And so, you know, I've I mentioned a lot in season one about uh, being a silly heart, you know, and that is who I aspire to be. That's the comedian in me. That's the one that um, sees everybody's differences, doesn't care if you're black or white, doesn't care if you're conservative or liberal, doesn't care if you're rich or poor, just that you treat me with honor and dignity and respect, and I'll treat you that way as well. And so the my when my life, you know, when I was working at Lowe's, I got morbidly depressed, not just because Lowe's sucks, because they do, <laughs> but, but because um, our culture sucks. Our heroes, they're all getting old and dying off, and who's taking their place? Who is there to look up to anymore? And, you know, I'm not saying that there's nobody, but I feel like our culture changed. 
at a certain point. And I don't know when that happened, but I felt like we were getting rid of systemic inequality. We were getting rid of um, <clears throat> regressive thinking. We were getting rid of racism and sexism. And now here we are in the thicket of it, in the briar patch, if you will, of racist, misogynistic, xenophobic uh, mentalities that I thought really we were handling, you know? 2016 happened. Yeah. That's that's all I'll say. Well, yeah, and that's where a lot of people think that, like, like I'm like some militant liberal. It's like, no, not really. I don't want to be a part of that echo chamber. I you know, do I agree occasionally with that echo chamber in terms of preserving dignity and having less uh, cruel and mean uh, capitalism? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, my agenda is not a political one. I don't even like Democrats, to be honest with you. I think they're the biggest, like, re- like beta male, weak, soft, weird people in the world. Like politics, I think that's why uh, like conservatives do so well, is that all they have to do is not be weirdos and weak, and everybody loves them, and yet they have no policies that help regular people. They're definitely weirdos, but... Well, yeah, there's, they're a special <laughs> brand of weird, but you know what I mean, yeah. just like... Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm the point is, you guys, is that I got severely, severely depressed. I became suicidal. And uh, that got me thinking about my life. Um, When I came up here to Oregon, I had just worked in radio and I couldn't get where I wanted to be in radio down there because I had a boss that didn't give a fuck about my success. And that pissed me off. And I'm still Facebook friends with this fucking guy. And it's like, and I, I watch him every day, just talk about his like easy life. And it's like, oh, fuck you, man. You know, because like, that's my point is like all People should want others to do well in life. And when you can't get in anywhere because there's no one uh, opening the ranks so that you can come in and become a part of their tribe, you start to feel ostracized. You start to feel um, like the world is just this like a group of, of it's a team of people that don't want you to be a part of their team. It's like, oh, no, we've got enough people. Thanks. And they don't recognize your talent. They don't recognize your soul. They don't recognize your good intentions and your good deeds. I mean, I'm a fucking veteran and Boy Scout for crying out loud. And you, you know, when I'm going for job interviews, you would think I was some crumb bum, you know? And it's like, that's where I started all this because I wanted to make the world be what it asserts itself to be. It says it's progressive. It says that it's happy. It says it wants to preserve equality. And yet I don't see it doing any of that fucking shit. You know? No, I, I agree. <clears throat> and so I wanted to, I wanted this podcast to be sort of a celebration of good energy, good vibes. Energy is intention. And so when your intentions are negative, it creates a world that's negative. When your intentions are good, you create a world that is better. And so if we can get more people thinking about uh, systemic injustice, systemic inequality, uh, good jobs, um, a minimum standard of living, a minimum standard of pay, um, getting rid of systemic uh, racism uh, and systemic misogyny. Like every time, you know, you look on Fox News, it's like talking about the brown people again. It's like, what, you don't think brown people watch this? You don't think they're watching you? Like, and that's what I don't understand about like Cubans. 
like Cubans in like <clears throat> Miami, they're always very conservative. It's like they fucking hate you. Would you just come come over to the our side? We've got cake, you know. Yeah. But but that's what this is all about. It's about preserving dignity. That's the most important thing to me is the preservation of dignity. And so um, that's what this podcast is about. It's about the preservation of dignity. And so we talk about uh, the paranormal and cryptids because that is an extension of our fun and fascination. That's our childlike wonder. What do you wonder about? What do you care about? We wonder whether or not God exists. We wonder whether or not we're alone in this universe. We wonder if, um, if ghosts are real. We wonder if our grandma and grandpa that died actually go to somewhere else or do they just, does their energy disappear, dissipate, you know? And so that's why we're into the paranormal and we're into the uh, empath stuff because I'm an empath and I know how hard it is to grow up sensitive in a world that's very unkind. And so after years and years, decades of go nowhere jobs, go nowhere situations, I wanted to preserve people's energetic dignity. Because there is no dignity out there. You see the way people work anymore. We're just lambs to the slaughter. We're just we're just tree branches going into a chipper shredder. And I just think that we have to create our own futures, you guys. And so that's what I'm doing is I'm trying to get you guys to see that you're good enough, that you're smart enough, that you're good looking enough, that there is a good life out there, but you have to demand it. And so when I talk ill of society people, or if I talk ill of celebrities or celebrity culture or the haves versus the have-nots, I'm not doing it to bum you guys out. I'm doing it to say, at the end of the day, we are biologically born the same. Our differences do not matter. That true egalitarianism, true equality, uh, at the heart of equality uh, is the preservation of dignity. And when there are people in our politics, in our uh, corporate uh, world that don't believe in equality, don't believe in preserving dignity, it means that there's something still broken in our system. And that's what we're seeing still. We're still seeing a broken, fractured uh, uh, justice system. We're seeing a broken, fractured, unjust, unequal uh, economy where like, you know, some people just, the sky's the limit, and they just become wealthy beyond their wildest dreams. And then the rest of us, we can't even quit our job and start a podcast without literally pushing and shoving and having to get downright mean and rude uh, to just simply say, hey, make room for me. I'm a real person too. And I'm doing this podcast to promote uh, the preservation of dignity and integrity in real regular people who are just discouraged, you know? And so that really goes back to how your job and what you're going through. Sometimes Rebecca doesn't think that things are ever going to change, that we're, it just feels insurmountable. It feels like we're never going to get there. And I keep having to remind her, like, that's what this podcast is all about. This podcast represents our, not just our hopes and dreams, but it represents energetically where we are choosing to go. We are, forging our own path. We are not going to just go quietly into that good night. We're going to get into all kinds of stuff. I'm going to make a comedy album. I'm writing books. Um, I'm creating an empath tribe of people who believe that, that energetically our, our world is becoming wrong. 
and we want to make the world a kinder, better place. And so are you feeling better? Do you feel like, I know, I know we're not making any money yet, but do you feel like what I'm doing is the right thing? Yeah. I think you're going about it with the right intentions and the right way. And yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sipping, sipping coffee. You guys, you got to wait for me to sip my coffee, but, uh, but yeah, that's what the podcast is all about. It's about this preservation of dignity and energy is intention. And so if in- intentions are bad or petty or rude or cruel, then people's energy becomes that. And so what we're trying to fight, you guys, is not uh, necessarily bad people, but bad attitudes, bad intentions. Um, when you create a world that where a person like myself, a a 47-year-old with a ton of culinary arts experience, a ton of college experience, a ton of real-world practical experience, and I go, like, I want a good job. I'm going to go look for this good job. And I remember, you know that um, that online uh, thing where it was like, this is for people who want jobs that are $95,000 or above. It's like some, Mm -hmm. it's geared towards power careers. It's like, Go fuck yourself. Like, who's got a fucking power career? Like, those jobs, you can't get those jobs. You know, and that's the problem with our whole system is that we should reward hard work. We should reward people who go to college and work hard. But does that mean, though, that if you go to Fresno State, that you're not allowed to be successful because your pedigree isn't high enough? You know? That's what the society does. That's what they're saying. They're saying it's okay. And that's. That's what we're fighting. We're fighting against the tyranny of inequality and injustice, um, but in a way that um, is inclusive. I want conservatives. I want religious people. I want people of every race, gender, and ethnicity to know that here at Chef Bright Comedy, here at, at Surviving Empathy Podcast, we're here for all people. And so we talk about ghosts. We talk about silly things. We talk about life. We get deep occasionally. We cry. Um, because I want you guys to see that we run the gamut from sad to happy to elated to miserable. We are simply trying to push for a podcast that really has the balls to talk about real shit because I don't think a lot of people want to. I think most podcasters just want to drink beer and, and goof off, you know? So yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we're, we're t- ghost talk. We're back to ghost talk. We're talking about ghosts. Gosh, darn it. So yeah, the other was getting a little depressing again. So, yeah. yeah, well, no, and that's not what this is about. It's not about getting depressing. Yes, sometimes we have to bre- broach topics that are depressing. But that's the point I'm trying to make, you guys, is that you create your own future. When you get locked into a, a job or a situation that's not going anywhere, you can use that job, but make sure you never lose sight of the fact that they're not here to make you successful. They're here to take advantage of you, to take advantage of your mentality. If your mentality is, yes, sir, no, sir, how high, sir, they can use you and you're useful. And if you stop saying those things, then you're less useful to them. And so what we have to start doing is create a society that that um, acknowledges us. You know, you see certain people... Uh, in our culture, especially in like acting, where it's like we want certain people to succeed. We want a Hispanic female to succeed in Hollywood. And she's all about, you know, you know, viva la revolution, you know, live the revolution. 
And we were like, yeah, fuck yeah. But then when it comes to our own mental health, when it comes to our own lives and our own jobs, we're like, "Mm." we just wilt. And so I want people to gain the same sense of empowerment uh, in themselves as they as they would for somebody that they love, somebody that they care about, somebody who they feel is representing their value system, you know? And so that's what it's all about is we have to create our own. Our idols and heroes are getting old. They're dying off. The, the economy is getting a certain way that we, we have to take the reins. We have to build the next generation of society. And we can do that if we fight for what we know is right. And I'm, I believe it to be true. I believe that when you fight, it's kind of like um, the, the, those, uh, the, the Kyle Rittenhouse and the Aubrey, uh, what, what, what's his name? Ahmed Aubrey. Ahmed Aubrey case. Um, some people said, see, the, ju- the justice system works. It's like, no, it doesn't work. We forced it to work despite the fact it doesn't work. That's the difference. There's a difference between the system always working and the system never working unless we demand that it works. And that's what I truly believe. Occupy uh, Wall Street, um, all of that is Black Lives Matter. It all matters. It means something. We, whether or not you see it right away or not, a generation from now, we're going to have a better society because we fought for people's right to exist. And so that's what this is all about. And it's not some left wing thing. It's just right and wrong. Because I want conservatives to do the right thing, too. I want conservatism to start caring about things that matter. Quit talking about shit that doesn't matter. Every time you see that uh, Steve Ducey guy talk to Jen Psaki, he says the dumbest fucking shit ever. And it's because we've all grown so cynical, so jaded. And we are jaded. Yes, absolutely. But how do we use jadedness to our advantage, not towards our disadvantage, you know, but that, that guy, he asked the dumbest questions. They're always gotcha questions. And she, she he always thinks knocks, gotcha he questions. thinks they are. And she always goes, tick pow, like Babe Ruth home run. Where'd the ball go? I can't even see it. But that's my point is that so long as we have a culture of rich versus poor have versus have not, we have to fight. You are not meant to be poor. You are not to meant to be nobody. And you don't have to have a master's degree to be valid in this society. That's bullshit. That's the old school way of thinking that we all have to have college degrees. We all have to do this and we all have to work our ass off. And, you know, there's a lot of people who don't work very hard at all that succeed just fine. So don't think that you have to, like, sell out your morals and values. Don't think you have to stop, um, start caring about a bunch of shit that you don't care about. Because that's what I'm saying is, like, when you live in a society of injustice and inequality, you have to fight for systemic equality. You have to fight for your values. You have to fight for what's right. And that's what we're here to do. Not in a liberal way, but in a just a small P progress way. We need progress. We want to we wanna be able to say, no, thank you, nostalgia. We don't need you anymore. We see a future again. The cloud cover has left. So that's what it's all about. So anyways, talking about ghosts. Let's get back to ghosts. So we just ordered... Uh, uh, Discovery Plus, or i.e. the Ghost Channel. <laughs> ghost and True Crime Channel. Yeah, so it's about all that dark shit that we talk about. And, um, you know, um, the reason why we haven't really been talking about ghosts lately, honestly, is because um, Halloween, uh, we kind of get this fever pitch where it's like horror movie, horror movie, ghost stuff, ghost stuff, ghost stuff. And then you, once kind of Christmas comes and the Christmas vibe is here, we kind of take a little tiny break, 
not entirely, but I think we'll probably get into the paranormal because of uh, Discovery Plus. But here's the thing, you guys. We, We believe in ghosts, but we don't believe that everything we see is real. Um, and that creates a lot of cynicism and jadedness of, oh, that's nonsense. And so I want to talk about a video we watched. Um, there's a guy, uh, his name is uh, Answers with Joe. He's on YouTube and he's a great guy. And I love him because he's like me. He's nerdy and he's, you know, funny and <clears throat> and he's really like, he's real self-deprecating and he, he just has these like this, these mannerisms that just make you crack up because he's a funny guy. And uh, so he he did a video recently about uh, Skinwalker Ranch. And the title of the video was something like, um, Is Skinwalker Ranch One Giant Grift? And if you don't know what a grift is, grifting is like what Trump did. A grift is like a scam, okay? It's when you perpetuate uh, a money-making industry through deception and lies, okay? And so... We're we're like well here goes nothing we're gonna watch this because you know how we are we're we're fans of Skin- the secret of Skinwalker Ranch and uh, we talk about portals and we talk about the paranormal there and whether or not there's wormholes and portals and so we believe that we're getting somewhere in our belief system of portals creating um, just this hotbed of activity that's varied from cryptids to ghosts to everything. And so when we saw this video, we're like, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. And so we're like, oh, here we go. He's going to debunk us. Like, we're, we're out of business. And the cool thing about the video is that he was actually very cool about it. Like, he he said that he believes that, and I, I can't disagree with this. He believes that um, that reality television is just a little bit too much. I don't like reality TV either, to be honest with you, because it's not. It's not reality. It's surreality. It's surreal. It's surrealism. It's like when you take a celebrity and we're just going to watch the day in the life of the Kardashians. That ain't no day in no life of shit. Like, no, you know what I mean? All like, scripted. it's all scripted. It's all nonsense. And so we, we're believers in reality, but not fake scripted reality. And so we do like uh, Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. We believe it's a good show. Um, but that really does beg the question, is this all horse shit? And so, I'll give the, the mic to you. Kind of talk about what Joe said and just kind of summarize it for us. Well, he was talking about just the fact that it's on TV kind of takes away from the reality of it because it's it's like it's a show. It's Because there's not, an agenda there? I'm not saying right. this very well. That's all right. But then because it's a show and because it's gaining popularity, it allows them to have the funding to continue with it. Right. So what he was basically saying is that um, because he talks about the history, he first talks about the skinwalker and the ancient uh, Native American beliefs of the skinwalker, which is the shape shifting uh, like man who turns into animals. And so that's very uh, a very deep held belief by the Native American cultures uh, that they believe that uh, if you're wise enough or if you learn how to, you can become a shape shifter of sorts. Um, And so that's where. Then they talk about the the curse, the curse of the land where the Native Americans were like, fuck you, whitey, get off our land. Because, you know, there's always been a territorial dispute between Native Americans and white people. And while we have a tendency to take their land, 
um, they're like, oh, yeah, well, you think you got away with it. Well, we're going to curse this land. And so so there's an ancient curse involved. And then we talk about the history of who owned it. So uh, it was owned by basically three people. There was a family, and then it was owned by the Bigelow Corporation. The Sherman family. So the Sherman, a, right. Yeah, it was yeah. decades of another family. I can't remember their name. Then the Shermans bought it. Right. And then they sold it to Bigelow. And then from and Bigelow then, to this latest guy who does Durant, who does the, uh, is that his Dan, name? No. Brandon, I think it starts with an F. I can't remember. But it's through a different, through a shell corporation. It's, it was, I right. Anyway, he's a real estate mogul from Salt Lake City. He's a Mormon guy. And uh, and so, yeah, so the whole thing he was trying to say is, is first t- set up the history and then set up whether or not it's a grift or not. And so he thinks that maybe because it's on television, it could be a grift because it's a money-making institution. And that's what happens with anything that's popular, like ghosts or phenomenon. You know, that's what Disney Plus is. Disney Plus is a paranormal grift. It's like we've got millions and millions of paranormal shows. Discovery, not Disney. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> Discovery. Like, Wait, Disney? What? Uh, no, no, not, not, dis- yeah, not just, Disney. Discovery. Yeah, not Disney. Discovery. They're a big-ass corporation. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, dis- Discovery Plus. You know, because... Like when when Discovery Plus was first getting started, we're like, so basically all of our ghost shows are going to be now pay to play. It's going to be streaming, and we're like, eh, okay, fine. I found a ninety nine cents for for three months kind of deal, and I was like, all right, we'll do it. You know, we'll check it out. Um, but <clears throat> that's the thing, you guys. Like, the paranormal is not. It is something that has become so outrageously um, overblown. <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me. It's become so overblown. It's become so hyped. It's become to the point where you can't believe everything that you see. And so as that creates an oversaturation in our culture, it tends to make our culture kind of peak and wane in its belief system of whether or not the paranormal exists or not. And so what we here try to do is try to, you know, walk through the muck and the mire of it <clears throat> and decide at the end of the day, how much of it is real and how much of it is bogus. And so watching his video, we thought he was really going to like slam it like, bam. It's like, but really he set up the history and then he kind of just went, uh, truth is you guys, I don't know if it's a grift or not. <laughs> and then, and then he kind of said, you know, I get why people want to believe in this stuff. I get why people are fascinated by this because it, it deals with a lot of topics that, it, that systemically, internally are our deepest uh, most uh, prized beliefs like wondering if there's a god wondering if there's an afterlife wondering how energy works wondering if there's ghosts wondering you know if there's extraterrestrial life it every that's all the big questions all wrapped up in to one nice neat little package with a bow on it and so yes of course we're attracted to things like secret skinwalker ranch because we want to know whether or not that stuff exists and so at the end of the day he wasn't able to say that, yes, it's absolutely a grift. And so we felt kind of empowered after we're going, yes, that's a win for um, belief systems, you know, because I am a skeptic when it comes to God. I'm a skeptic when it comes to everything. The reason why I believe in ghosts, it's not because I, I'm not skeptical. I am skeptical. I don't, and I hate to say this, but I don't believe everything um, that, like like crystals, I believe energy is intention. 
And so if somebody has good energy and their intention is to heal you and they hand you a rock, I don't think there's any inherent power in the rock, but there's inherent power in the belief that the, that it's energetically been uh, energetically. It's been uh, positively uh, energetically. Uh, I don't know what the word is, you know, but charged. charged. Yeah. You, somebody's intention, somebody's good intention is here. I'm giving you this protection rock. And so even though it's superstitious hokum in most cases, I still think that when you energy is intention. So anytime somebody does something for the sake of something good, whether it's has actual scientific properties or not, I believe the intentions are good. And therefore it has, like you said, what is can't hurt. Might help. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So it can't hurt, might help. And so we do have crystals in, in, in every corner of our room that have been energetically um, blessed, if you will, um, from people who believe in these sorts of things, uh, witches and uh, uh, Wiccans and whatnot. And so, yes, there there's a lot of pseudoscience in the world. And I think, you know, the skeptical community wants to get down to the bottom of things because they believe that when we believe in all these things that aren't true, it makes us believe in a whole bunch of other things that aren't true. And that can screw with your mental health. It can screw with the way you vote. It can screw with the way you uh, live your life. And so if we want to live in a rational world, we want to believe in as many true things as possible and as few untrue things as possible. And so don't think that I believe in ghosts because I haven't, you know, uh, put it through my analyzer. I really have. The bar is actually quite low of belief. To believe in ghosts, all you have to do is some either something is there or nothing is there, and that's a very low bar. So, like in other words, if we were in a bedroom like here, and something moves on occasion, and we see it happen, and we have recordings of it, then clearly there is something there moving it that wasn't us. And it wasn't wind and it wasn't ants. So something is there. And so that's what we're trying to get down to the bottom of is why is there concentrated energy in some people's houses and not others that are moving things around, opening cupboard doors, et cetera, et cetera. And so, yes, I don't believe in everything, but, and it's easy to be skeptical these days because it's, like I said, we're so oversaturated. This Discovery Plus is probably going to be 90% 90% bullshit and maybe 10% real. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I wanted, well, that's why I wanted to get discovery plus is because I want to look into some of these shows and see if they're doing good work, you know, because it's not about whether or not it's real or not. It's, are you trying to get to the heart of the matter? Are you trying to prove or disprove this? Or are you just trying to get famous? You know, and if their intentions yeah. are to really do good paranormal investigations uh i think that's a good thing and so everybody assumes that paranormal investigators are um you know crazy that they're flights of fancy that they don't understand science and reason and all that and we're trying to say no i believe in all that stuff i come from the skeptical community and yet i still believe in ghosts and so i i'm trying to get to the heart of the matter of what is good what is good quality evidence why do these things exist? What exactly are they? And and how can we actually um, make the paranormal field um, more legitimate, not less? Because honestly, at the end of the day, YouTube videos and 
Discovery Plus, I don't think is making the paranormal world feel more legit. It's making it feel less legit. Yes and no. I think just the fact that there's more mm-hmm. out there, it brings, it kind of brings legitimacy to it, but it kind of mm-hmm. doesn't because it's so saturated. Right. But it brings it into the light more, so more people yeah. at least consider it. Well, right. think about it more. Well, that's what we're hoping, you know, because that's the thing, like, I've always said is that, like, people in the skeptical community, they don't believe in anything that they can't see and touch for themselves. And I, while I do believe that is probably a good um, basis of, of, light, of your thinking, that you should believe in the most rational things possible, uh, the reason why I believe in cryptids and the reason why I believe in the paranormal is that doesn't mean that I believe in everything. Like, there's a lot of things that I just feel like are a little overblown. You know, when I watch Dead Files... And Amy Allen talks about all these creatures and all these different looking things and all these different powers. And you got to get a shaman. You got to do this. And you got to do that. Energy, energy is intention. And so um, a shaman or, or a priest or something like that is a symbol of energy. They're energetically trying to, you know, rid this house of its evil or demonic forces whether you believe in God or not. I believe that the intention is there and therefore it can work. Um, because I don't believe that demons are um, biblical figures. I believe I believe that they're uh, what what we would call uh, uh, elemental spirits. They're nature spirits. They're natural. They've they've existed for tens of thousands of years, and so sometimes they just end up at your house. Uh, maybe because you invited them. Maybe because you're going into a dark place and they're attracted to your darkness. Maybe you were fucking around with a Ouija board or something like that. Um, and so I do believe that these things exist, but I don't necessarily believe that every time you see an exorcism, that person's actually possessed. They could just have deeply held religious views, and maybe they're thinking about boobies, and it made them feel bad. And so they start thinking, oh, I'm going down this dark path of evil. And, and so it could be a mental health problem, but their beliefs are so deep and powerful that they feel like they have to do some, like I said, you guys, ceremony or ritual to rid them of that thinking or rid them of that quote-unquote demon. So I don't believe every time it's an actual demon, but I do believe that sometimes it does happen. And so I believe that elemental spirits seem to live in our attics and live in our dark, tight spaces, uh, caves. Uh, Why they're there, what they are, I don't know. And so... So I want you guys to understand that while I do have a soft belief, um, we're always trying to debunk and get to the bottom of what's real. And so, yeah, we watch these silly ghost shows, but we watch it from a point of view of not full-blown believer, but skeptical uh, rationalist where mm. we're like, oh, well, that's that was, you know, compelling or you see something move. Oh, that was compelling, you know, and so... I, I just truly don't believe that a TV show or a celebrity like Jack Osborne or Zach Bagans or something would out and out pull strings and levers to, to fool people into thinking that there's ghosts. I just, I mean, because that's so typical, like that would, because you're either saying that ghosts aren't like skeptics have to be willing to say that not only do I believe that ghosts aren't real, but everybody who's involved in this is a liar, is a scam artist, and is a bad person. <laughs> yeah. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I'm not willing to go that far because <clears throat> we've met some some of these guys. We've met Aaron Goodwin of Ghost Adventures. We've met Grant Wilson of Taps of Ghost Adv- Ghost Hunters, uh, the old Ghost Hunters. And so the OG, the OG, yeah. And so it's not that we don't believe; it's not that we don't apply skepticism. We do, um, <clears throat> but there are just some things that exist that uh, are outside of our scope of knowledge in the scientific community because there's no money in learning about ghosts. And so some people believe that Ed and Lorraine Warren are complete scam artists. I believe that they've opened up a world that just most people don't understand. You know, yeah. and yeah. and so people think that's weird of me because I'm an atheist. They're like, well, you don't believe in God, though. Why would you believe in all this other stuff? Well, that's like, how can you believe in God and not ghosts? I mean, you say you believe in the the Holy Trinity. You say you believe in um, uh, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. And yet you don't believe in the occult. I find that odd because you believe in an afterlife and yet you don't believe in displaced energy. It's like, hmm, that's weird. You know, doesn't make any sense. well, I think it comes from a place of religion's not allowed to believe in anything that uh, can disparage the word of God. And so the occult is sort of like pagan. So mm-hmm. I think it comes from anything pagan they're not allowed to believe in. And yet most except of Christmas trees. Well, I was going to say, yeah, except mo- <laughs> and- <laughs> most of our belief system is in, uh, derived from yeah. some form of paganism, borrowed from paganism. So, yeah, it's weird. Um but that's why, you know, why I, I don't believe in God is not because I'm not spiritual, because I am. I believe we have a spirit. I don't know if I, we have a soul or not, but I know that we have a human spirit. And that human spirit is dying to get out. It's dying to have a good life. It's dying for freedom. It's dying for purpose. It's dying for equality. And so that's what this whole show is about. It's about finding the human spirit, whether that's an actual spirit or just the passion within us. To believe in things and to um, to highlight the beautiful side to life, because I think it's just so easy to think that, you know, and that's what like sometimes I'll watch these skeptic shows, these atheists, and I'm like, God, what a boring life to live, to not believe in yeah. anything. Yeah, you know, I and, agree. And yeah. while I do mostly believe, try to believe in things that are grounded in reality, I just want to keep that little spark alive of that some things are just beyond our understanding, you know? Yeah. And it's just, it's whimsical and it just brings a little bit of levity to life. Yeah. It's just something that's fun. Right. So let me ask you, Uh what do you think ghosts are and what do you think they are and why do they, do they haunt forever? Do they go away on their own and why do they go away on their own? question i know i'm i'm asking i I know Um, (laughs) i think they are energy and i think sometimes there is some type of intelligence behind it Mm -hmm. i don't know how or why yeah and i think a lot of things um when it is something that's very unexpected very sudden very violent very emotional right that it does lead to that seems more things happening yeah i agree like with my cat it was kind of a we had I had made an appointment for a few days in the in the future to have her put down, but it was a sudden thing that I had to do it with you know not planning it, mm-hmm. and she came back. Mm-hmm. And same with Jay, like it was a very sudden, unexpected death, mm-hmm. and I had experiences. His mom had experiences. <clears throat> his grandma had experiences, and and things like Gettysburg, 
Well, my so grandma emotion and suddenness, and I think it just kind of. <clears throat> well, my grandma died very suddenly too. She um, she had what's called uh, septic poisoning. Her, she was having leaky gut, where her gut was leaking uh, into her bloodstream, and it gave her a heart attack. And she didn't get to the doctor in time because, you know, she was very you know old fashioned, and so I'll be fine, <clears throat> right? And then the next thing you knew, yeah. she slumped over and she was gone just yeah. like that. And so uh, my mother and I believe that we were visited by my grandma, that we felt the touch. It was just her mm-hmm. saying goodbye and, and reiterate what happened with you and Jay. Um, there was there was a few things. Um, there was one time I was in my room and I, I saw <clears> one of the little like kind of neon looking light squiggly things out of the corner of my eye, mm-hmm. which I've never seen before or since. Mm-hmm. Um there was a time when I was kind of in a, a half half sleep, kind of on my on my way to sleeping, and I just yeah, I, no, I forgot. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you're saying because um, when I experienced what I thought was my grandmother saying goodbye, I was in bed also. So was my mom, and so that goes into this uh, belief that we um, our conscious minds. Uh, help or detract from whether or not we can see things. And so if you're a hard believe, non-believer, um, you actually close off the part of your brain that needs to be able to see these things. And so that's why I want to take like a skeptic into a really, really haunted place because as their beliefs are challenged, there more and more things happen and the energies that they sense will help lower their guard in order for them to mm-hmm. feel and see more. And so, yeah, and <clears throat> there, that's one of my theories is that we have a tendency as humans to see more when we're in a half sleep state. And I truly believe, and I know this sounds crazy, but I theorize that uh, when you're in a half sleep, uh, you're halfway in the dream state, you're halfway in the real world, uh, that you're, that is what, you know, like when I was talking about the ethereal plane, Ghosts live on an ethereal plane. And what that is and why that is, I don't know. But I think we can get closer to that ethereal plane when we're in a kind of half-dazed, half-state mm-hmm. of consciousness. Now, a skeptic would say, well... You're dreaming. You're dreaming it because you're half asleep. Right, right. I think right. it's your, your conscious mind isn't as prevalent so you're not Mm -hmm. consciously pushing these things away you're more open to it right right and yeah what did happen is i was i don't know i guess you could say dreaming about it him and i awoke with a start with this this feeling of electricity going through my body so hey guys we're gonna pause for a second because we have neighbors using power tools i'll be right back okay we're back y'all so yeah it's thanksgiving day oh 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 it's Thanksgiving Day. I want to do. I want to do something real quick. I want to do something. Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> so do some talking. Do some talking. Okay. So yeah, with that experience, and I just woke up with a. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just had to do that. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Woo! Yeah. So yeah, I just woke up with a feeling of electricity just going through my body, and I had that happen a few times. Yeah. When- well, that's what happened to me um, when my grandfather passed away. This was when she he was living with my mom. Um, and so I went to go live with her after his death uh, because I was already having a weird time with my roommate. And so we thought that was a good opportunity just to kind of slide on over to a new place to live. And uh, I was 
uh, on the couch and I was using my grandfather's headphones. He used to use these headphones to hear the TV with because, you know, the sound would travel down the hallway and my mom couldn't sleep. And so he got in the habit of using these headphones at night. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I wasn't sure at first because I was feeling this electrical feeling. And see, being an empath, I'm very, very sensitive to energy. And that doesn't doesn't matter which kind. And so mm-hmm. that's why I don't like putting electronics on my head because I feel it. I sense the energy. Um, and I f- can feel it trying to cross my wires, so to speak, you know. And so I was like, oh, what's that weird feeling? <clears throat> and then I heard the sound. I was like, what was that? And I was wearing headphones. And so I don't know what it was, but it was like a big thunderous sound. I can't really describe it. It was like, Zoo! you know, I was like, what the fuck? And so I took off the headphones and I walked into the kitchen and I just got this weird sensation um, <clears throat> because we, they lived in a senior mobile home park. And so people, I hate to say it, you know, but yeah. people were passing away there a lot. And when people died there, um, oftentimes I feel like ghosts would pass through our house. Yeah. Um, I think it's because they were attracted to me. Probably. And it was yeah. a, I, not only because I was an empath and energetically sensitive, because I do believe that they can sense people who can sense them. They're magnetically mm-hmm. attracted to them somehow. And so I was like, what the hell was that? And so I, I went out and I looked out the back window and I felt this went right through me, this energy. And I got the tingles and I felt like I was being electrocuted for like two seconds. And I was yeah. like, whoa. And and this was probably about, I don't know, a week after my grandfather died. And so I don't know whether or not it was my grandpa because I didn't sense him coming back. Um, but then that happened. And so I, I've tried to make sense of it since then. I'm like, hmm, what could that have been? Was it just me in a compromised state because I was half asleep and I was watching TV and I was thinking about my grandfather? Or was it, you know, because... I believe, and I don't want to make shit up, but I actually believe that the next day we found out that somebody had passed away down the road Mm -hmm. in in the park. And so maybe I was sensing somebody's spirit uh, leaving, you know, because I don't necessarily believe that every person who dies becomes a ghost. But I do believe that when you're energetically sensitive, you can sense energy and so what that was and why that was i don't know man but it was very powerful and um that was a time in my life where i was trying to be a christian still i was trying to believe still and i um i even went on a long long walk once like like a really long walk because i was having a really bad time in my life at that time and i asked god to prove himself uh, by doing something in the sky. And right when it did it, a huge shooting star happened right in front of, not to the left, not to the right, right in my field of vision. And so it really strengthened my belief in Christianity for a time. Um, <clears throat> until after a while, I was like, eh, my life just got shittier and shittier and shittier. And I was like, I just energetically, I didn't sense the presence of God. Right. And so what I'm tr- trying to do now is start to believe that there is a world that we don't understand and it doesn't have to be biblical. So mm-hmm. yes, I say I'm an atheist, but that's more because I find that um, like I have nothing against religion, like at all. Well, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't like the brainwashing parts, yeah. the indoctrination, how 
the fear of hell and all those things, things that can... have been done in the name of religion. Right, right. Those are the obviously bad parts of it. But like people who go to church and, and get faith and community out of it, I'm fine with that. Um, the part of it that I have the trouble with is is just that that indoctrination and brainwashing and fear and it can turn people scared of being alive and give them lots of mental health problems. So, but anyways, yeah, but I was still a Christian at the time and I was trying to believe in God and I was, you know, all these things, but yeah, at the end of the day, um, I, I still to this day are trying to wonder what that was. Was it just a one huge coincidence? Because I had gone on a eight mile walk and in that time, I'm talking several hours. I didn't see one shooting star. And then the one shooting star I saw the evening happened to be right, right after I asked it to do something. Yeah. So it really strengthened my strength, uh, my belief in God for a time. Um, but then even when I became atheist, um, I never fully let go of my spirituality. And so I tend to believe that there's uh, inherent forces at work that we don't quite understand. And um, what we are and why we are, I don't know, but I do feel that, the, the universe was answering me that day. I sincerely believe that. I don't believe in God per se anymore, but I believe that the universe itself has some form of sentient energy, mm-hmm. that it's alive. Yeah. We are living in a living universe. As such, I'm trying to understand the dynamics of a living universe. So that goes into the paranormal, that goes into, you know, cryptids it goes into yeah. all these you know portals and so that's what we're trying to figure out it's not that i'm hook line and sinker on everything because i do believe that 90 percent of what you see out there in terms of like youtube ghost videos especially is probably a setup it's yeah it's it's nonsense it's either cgi or strings or some form of uh, of hoax um but then once you rule out all the nonsense um that's what we're trying to figure out is what is that one, two, five, ten percent that that can't yeah. be explained through hope. And I just don't understand people that are so cynically against, just adamantly against anything like that. Like just <clears> in the <throat> physical world, like we haven't we haven't explored what like ninety nine percent of the oceans, right? So why there's there's yeah. metaphysical things that we don't understand. Yeah. So why and we don't understand so much about science and physics. Yeah. And, well. And so my belief system is not one of harsh cynicism. I'm skeptical. You know, like, do I fully believe that crystals are healing? Kind of, but not really. But I do believe, like, like when I was doing my massage therapy, I had to learn uh, energy work and Reiki. And that's where I first learned and picked up the understanding of energy and intention. And so if you have somebody who cares about you, who like, have you ever had a massage from somebody that doesn't like you or was repelled by you? Like I have, (laughs) I have. And I've, I can tell the difference from someone who's massaging me, who likes me and from someone who massaging me, who doesn't like me or or even attracted to me. If, if somebody is attracted to me and they're massaging me, you, it's not always sexual either, but you can feel their positive energy. energy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that has a greater healing power than if someone who has their hate massaging, their hate massaging. <laughs> yeah. God damn. I want to get it. Yeah. But it's true though, you know, um, no, and, and that kind of goes into being a chef. Like when I was cooking, like when you taste meals, sometimes, you know, like 
McDonald's tastes great and sometimes it tastes like shit? <laughs> are we tasting... Does it taste like shit because the ingredients are lesser quality than the time that it tasted good? Like, in other words, freshness? Because, yes, there is a very real... There's a very <laughs> high probability that uh, the reason why one day McDonald's tasted good and the next it didn't is because it was fresh. It was fresher. But also, it's it has to do with the energy of the cook. Mm-hmm. Like, if he's hate cooking, <laughs> you're going to taste that. I truly, sincerely believe that. And that's what mm-hmm. I was trying to tell my mom is the reason why you're not getting better as a cook is because you have poor instincts. You're not willing to learn. And energetically, you're not pumping that doesn't sound right. You're not putting your love <laughs> into your craft. You're not putting your love into your food. And so when you layer flavors, <clears throat> when you're putting care into what you're doing, it does two things. Number one, yes, you're putting better science into it. Better, you're, you're, the application of cooking is you're putting more care into it. <clears throat> but also you're putting more love into it. And that love transfers into just energetic healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and so so even though I'm skeptical, um, there are uh, times where I try to keep myself open to the dynamics of energy. And that's kind of what I'm trying to say here today is whether you're an atheist or a Christian or whatever, uh, whether you're uh, believe in ghosts or not, we're not trying to turn anyone into believers or non-believers. We ourselves are on a mission to figure out the dynamics of energy because energy at the end of the day, you guys, is, is intention. And everything that we love and hate in this world boils down to other people's energy and intention. So when you hate your job, it may not have anything to do with your direct bosses, but it might have to do with the energy of the customers. It might have to do with the energy of your boss. It might have to do with the energy of corporate. For example, when I worked at Lowe's, the first year, it was the first year that they opened that first year was magical. Everybody was nice to each other. Everybody was communicative. Every It was a very nice, pleasant year to work there. And then things started slowly getting worse. Some of our favorite employees started quitting. Some of the better bosses were quitting and leaving. Um, they were doing a bunch of restructuring, which fired a bunch of people. The energy got weird. <clears throat> and not only did that uh, change the vibe and the energy, but it also had – there was realistic reasons too because they were understaffed. And then they were hiring people that didn't have the integrity of their of the people that they initially hired. And so when they first hi- started hiring, they were hiring, you know, people with integrity. They were hiring, you know, people with lots of retail experience. They were hiring veterans, people with integrity, people who have know-how – then they started hiring like they started hiring these seasonal people. <clears throat> and I have nothing against people smoking pot and carrying on. Young people like to party, fine, okay. But these people were drug addicts. These people were alcoholics. I'm so living that right now. Yeah, you probably see <laughs> it. <job>. Yeah. <laughs> and energetically, um, it changes because when you have a drug problem, when you have an addiction. You cannot energetically fully be there for others. You become very self-centered. And so their energy becomes, you know, that's why they don't trust people to do drugs at the workplace because they don't want people getting into accidents. Well, I believe people who smoke pot, not at work, but 
off duty should be allowed to. If you if this guy over here can drink fucking beer twelve pack every night, I should be able to smoke a little bit of a of a of a pipe at night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm the one waking up without the hangover. Why is this guy allowed yeah. more credibility than me? You know. Um, and so I do believe that there is a, a line to be drawn between what's accepted and what's not. And and unfortunately, we live in a society that says, oh, the state of Oregon uh, and California and uh, Colorado and all these different states, it's legal. But then the feds are trying to, like, bust down doors. Federal officers in these states go to bust Mm -hmm. these places, even though it's legal in the state. Now, they're not doing it as much anymore. But there was a time where we would see feds uh, bust down these pot shops because even though it was legal for medicinal purposes, they were busting these places because it was still considered legal, illegal federally. And I just find that energetically wrong. Like you live in this state, you should abide by the rules Mm -hmm. of that state. You know, it's like if, uh, if a corporation, for example, like Lowe's or Walmart or anyone operates in like the state of Oregon, they should be privy to the, that rule state. And so what really pissed me off is when it, when marijuana was first uh, legalized here in Oregon, they were still drug testing for marijuana. And they're, yeah. I think they're finally getting better with that. I've, I've heard with my company that they, they don't look for that. They anymore. ignore it now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a don't ask, don't tell kind yeah. of thing because they don't out now tell you that they don't test for marijuana, but they kind of yeah. imply it. And mm-hmm. so I do believe that the rules are getting a little better when it comes to marijuana laws, but I could not for the life of me understand how a state could have it completely legal and yet you're still going to hold me to that standard. Like um, when I was working at Lowe's, I injured myself one day, a rack got my thumb pinched in this rack and it got hurt and cut. And I, I thought I was going to need stitches. And so I told uh, my supervisor that I was thinking of going to the doctor. He says, well, if you do, they're going to drug test you. And I was like, and I smoked marijuana at night. Right. I don't smoke very much, just a yeah. little bit, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, and I did not smoke any at the time. Um, yeah. And so basically he convinced me not to go because I would have lost my job because they would have drug tested, even though it was legal in the state. And it had nothing to do with what happened. And had nothing, zero yeah. to do with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I, while I do believe that there are people in this world who would get high and go to work and get in accidents, they should be, you can't drug test like alcohol for marijuana. Like you can't tell if someone's high at the time. You can only tell whether or not it's in their system or not. Mm-hmm. So I just Which, found how long does it last? Well, it lasts like 30 days. 30, yeah. yeah. It lasts mm-hmm. a month. And so how can you tell? Um, and so I just find that whole thing creepy and weird because it's like the federal government is trying to do things uh, to push agendas where states have their own way of doing things. And so they should respect that. And I think they're finally getting there. Yeah. I haven't I heard of yeah. anything happening recently. Right. There would be too much of a, an uproar about it mm-hmm. these days, especially. Well, and, and today, like, like I don't know for a fact, but if I were to apply for a job, they would say they're testing for all these drugs and whether or not they actually test for them all or not. I know they test for the hard stuff, but mm-hmm. whether they test for marijuana or not, I don't know. And yeah. so that always keeps me kind of leery because I'm like, I'm not going to quit smoking for a month for you because it helps me with my anxiety. Yeah. Which I've heard on DL for my job, they don't. Right. I don't want to work at my job anyway. 
<laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I've heard too much about it. But um, getting back to ghosts, you guys. Yeah, uh, it seems like ghosts happen more often when there's some form of trauma or when there's some form of um, when something happens that confuses a person. A car wreck. Bam. Uh, when it changes your state from living to dead very mm-hmm. quickly, that seems to produce ghosts. What's your thoughts on that? I think it absolutely. I've heard too many stories of things like that mm-hmm. happening. I remember hearing, um, it was on one of the shows we watched and there was a, a plane crash mm-hmm. and somebody that lived near the airport was hearing yeah. knocking on their door with nobody there and having weird experiences because, right. because yeah, when something's that <clears throat> sudden, right. I, I don't know how your consciousness would deal with it. Right. How would it and reconcile just, with yeah, like going from one state not to another? Even knowing yeah thinking they're still alive and they're walking to this house for help. Yeah. Not realizing that they're not. Yeah, how exactly. Do you know? I mean, none of us know until it happens. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it, it makes sense that something that sudden would just kind of yeah. confuse every part of you. Well, and that's why, like, when you hear EVPs at the Lamb House, Ghosts of Carmel, Maine, when you hear EVPs, a lot of times you'll hear, uh, there's two, there's seems to be two camps. There's the helpful ghosts. And then there's the lost and wandering ghosts. And you get a lot of help me, help, help, help. And then you get like helpful ghosts that are like, oh, that's so-and-so. And, you know, they're just mm-hmm. kind of chiming in. Yeah. So it seems like there's ghosts that are here because they want to be here. And then there's ghosts. And, and then that goes into what was the mindset of the person when they died? Were they confused? Were they, did they die? Did they have dementia? Did they have um, some form of mental um block or mental retardation or something of that nature. And I don't mean that mm-hmm. as an insult. I mean, yeah. a literal. Well, and with children too, that don't right. understand the concept. Right. Right. And so yeah, you hear about a lot of child spirits running through hallways of hotels or, yeah. or playing with things <clears throat> or. Well, and that's just it because not only are children more open and susceptible to things because they don't have such a rigid set of belief systems, uh, but also, yeah, their energy is so pure and um, they don't have these the belief systems that are going to keep them from being open to those sorts of things. Yeah. And if they die, they have no concept of death. And so perhaps mm-hmm. their spirit lives on because they they don't have they a concept of death. And yeah. so they just keep living on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's the thing. You know, um, there was one last thing I want to talk about about ghosts. And that is um, talking about uh, let me find it here. Um uh, oh, oh, so to close up, Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. Um, yeah, he couldn't prove that it's a grift. It could just be that they wanted to make money so they could keep doing mm-hmm. research. Because I sincerely believe that the guys at this, for the TV show, all these people, are, I don't believe that, like I said, you would have to be completely lying, bald, bald-faced lying to people. And I don't believe and that's the, fact the case. That the, was it the governor? Of Arizona that got involved, some some kind of big wig in the Harry government. Reed. No, I mean it, the, there was another uh, Harry Reid's the one that started a whole bunch of this stuff, mm, but it was actual right. in Arizona. Remember, it was like a it was mm-hmm. the governor of Arizona that was getting involved in it. Right. Okay. So, yeah. I forgot about that. Then, yeah. mm-hmm. Well, and he brought up a really interesting <clears throat> point about the the no digging thing, which is definitely something to think about. Who did? But uh, Joe. On that answers. Okay, show. well, I'm just clarifying yeah. for yeah, the audience. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So 
so that <clears throat> apparently the family that originally owned it still has mineral rights on that property. Right. So it was like, are they not digging because they don't want to find anything because then they have to give up the rights of right. what they find? Right. Or is stuff actually happening? Or is, like they said, like gases are being released because of the, the stuff underneath the ground? It was just an interesting place right. that kind it, of made you think about why things Yeah, so that's happen. what that's what the guy this guy answered with Joe was talking about was do they not want to reveal oil or something or some mint? Uh, you know, some mineral that's worth a lot of money because then they would have to get surrender their right to that Mm -hmm. resource. Mm -hmm. Um, Or could it be that they could be releasing gases or toxic fumes that could make you think you're seeing Mm -hmm. ghosts or something or make you ill or radiation poisoning or something of that nature that would make you Mm -hmm. not all be there that might make you hallucinate and see things that you shouldn't be seeing. Mm -hmm. And then, and so it's like what, right. And And so, and so, yeah. So at the end of the day, I still, we're going to continue watching Secret of Skinwalker Ranch, but the reason why I'm still, uh, because the reason why I still believe and the reason why I'm still open to the belief is that this guy answers with Joe is a hardcore skeptic. He did a video on UAPs a little while back and he made, he pissed off a lot of people and he admits it, you know? That he mm-hmm. th- didn't think that there was enough evidence there to yeah. claim that they these were extraterrestrial craft, and it, he, you know, and he was like, "Yeah, because that that went well," you know. <laughs> so he was joking about how much hate he got for that, and that <clears throat> this time around, he's still skeptical, but he couldn't prove that it's a grift. Yeah. That he was like, at the end of the day, I don't know what's real or not mm-hmm. real there, and so I was really. Actually, I was going into the video expecting it to really challenge my views, and all yeah. it really did was confirm why I still believe. Yeah. Because there, even he, the hardcore scientist, couldn't uh, debunk everything, mm-hmm. and so at the end of the day, uh, he couldn't prove that it is a, a hoax or a grift. Yep. And so I, it gives you hope that what you're seeing could possibly be real. Because, like I said, watching that show. Either this is all a setup or it's really happening. And I just don't believe that all these guys with PhDs and an entire TV show and an entire network would be in on this lie Mm -hmm. for these things to happen. Especially, like, they would have had to kill that cow. They would have had to murder cattle for this to be real. Mm -hmm. So the only other explanation besides the truth of of paranormal phenomenon, the only other explanation would involve a level of deception and a level of trickery that most would consider completely immoral. And when he was talking about that Sherman family who owned it for what, it was like three years or something. And he would has, had been for decades, a successful cattle rancher who had never lost cattle and was Mm -hmm. all of his lived and he was successful with it. And all of a sudden he moves to this place and he literally had cows dying. Right. He had weird things happening Yeah, and he wasn't somebody that would make, would think that would do things like that because it would totally ruin his reputation and his livelihood. He had no reason to lie or say something weird because he didn't have anything to gain. Yeah. To say something paranormal is happening here. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And so, yeah, at the end of the day, you guys, we still believe in portals. We still believe in the paranormal. We still believe that there are extraterrestrial life visiting us. Um, and I know that sounds kind of crazy. But 
Think about this universe. Think about how big it is. Think about the dynamics of energy and think about everything that we know, but everything we still don't know. We don't ever, we don't even know a fraction of what's happening on our own planet. That's so right. How could we possibly know what's going on in the universe? Well, that's like they say, we know more about space than we know about our own ocean, for mm-hmm. example, you know? And so yeah. uh, we've seen uh, YouTube videos of like, uh, like paranormal phenomenon or things in the sky. One of them looked like a giant jellyfish. And that kind of helps because I've always had this theory that there's what's called um, kind of think guardians of the galaxy. Remember mm-hmm. the, the beginning of guardians two where they had to fight that big cosmic beast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well now I don't believe that there's giant cosmic beast that will eat uh herbalary batteries. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what right. he called them. He's like, they're analax batteries. <laughs> anyway, uh, but at the end of the day, um, there may be what's called cosmic creatures. There's we're starting to see a lot of similarities between the ocean and space. Um, you can't breathe in it. It creates a vacuum of sorts. There is a different uh, pressure in there. It's colder. And so um, what if what if instead of air alien craft? coming from other planets, perhaps uh, these are uh, alien craft coming from different dimensions or uh, they're not alien craft at all, but they're cosmic beings, they're cosmic creatures. And so maybe what we were seeing that day is a type of jellyfish that evolved in space the same way our jellyfish would evolve in the ocean because, uh, frankly, because the, the conditions are similar. And if you have similar living conditions, you perhaps might create uh, similar, um, uh, just a similar evolutional process. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So anyway, but yeah, it blows your mind. Uh, so uh, <laughs> lastly here, we got one more thing I want to talk about, and that is ghosts and photons. Cause I, and ghosts and vibration. Okay. Because the thing you have to understand is if ghosts are essentially energy, um, and that energy can concentrate, that energy can um, dissipate. Uh, and so we have to try to understand what energy is. And so um, I've talked about my theory about the different phases of a ghost, where you'll see partial images, you'll see a, a you know a black mist, you'll see a dark mist, you'll see a transparent mist, you'll see a gray mist, or you'll see a partial image, or you'll see a full apparition, which is an image, or you'll just see a partial wisp that looks like a partial mm-hmm. image. Mm-hmm. And so there's phases of a ghost. And the more energy a ghost uh, uses uh, to show itself, the the greater you see it. And so I believe that ghosts are energy. And, and that's why we can sometimes see them. Because they're actually using their own photonic energy for us to see them. And that's why we don't always see them. Is because either the the environment's conditions aren't right, maybe too much light. I, I believe that bright, bright light actually can make us not see ghosts because it's pushing that you have to it's because they're pushing their own it's like if you had a really dim light in your room and you only saw it if the lights in your room were dim enough to see it. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same thing goes here where you don't need pitch darkness like Zach Bagans does. Like they they run around with this two inch viewfinder. I'm like, why are you doing that? You can have some lights on, you know, ghost hunters doesn't do pitch black ghost hunts. So I don't understand that, but I do believe that you have to have kind of 
ambient light. So it's kind of dark so that you can pick up the, the subtleties of a ghost showing itself. And so uh, that goes into the phases of ghosts. And so that also goes into like, because light is energy and, and that energy is vibration. So when you talk about the vibration of atoms inside a carbon-based life form like ourself, they're tightly packed. And when you have a tightly packed corporeal biological organism like a human or an animal, um, there would be a certain um, stru- uh, vibrational structure of those atoms. So a ghost, of course, is all energy and no matter. So their their vibration in their would be much they'd be less tightly packed. And so perhaps what we're what we're dealing with here when we see uh, the possibility of uh, an ethereal plane or uh, another dimensional plane or something is that perhaps we coexist with this plane but we can only see it in certain times and that's kind of mm-hmm. where you get into the whole spirit of Halloween and the thin veil between mm-hmm. worlds you know yeah. but perhaps you know perhaps what we're living dealing with here is an energy uh, that is left over residual energy that is left over from a previous being that should have passed on, but didn't for some reason because of some trauma. And so what you're getting is this, um, this energy form that can will itself to be seen or heard. Uh, but it, it has to draw energy from its surroundings. And so that would kind of explain why sometimes you'll smell things at certain times and not others. Uh, maybe ghosts just like smoke come out of the woodwork. Maybe when it's hot or maybe when there's a thunderstorm or maybe when there's a lot of energy around it, it allows this energy to form that energy then becomes a residual haunt or in cases of an intelligent haunting, uh, it's somehow not strong enough to always show itself. And that's why, it's manipulating objects because it requires less energy. Um, and that's why it travels as an orb because it requires less energy to travel that way. But the more energy it can latch on to, the more it can uh, interact with us and to the point where you could mm-hmm. actually have, I mean, so the weakest of course would be a small little orb and the strongest would be a, a full uh, body apparition. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's just, even stronger than that, because usually when we think of a full body apparition, we would think of a transparent mm-hmm. apparition. Yeah. But even where it can even be stronger than that, where you actually, it looks like it a looks corporeal solid. building where it mm-hmm. looks solid, right? Yeah. That would require the most amount of energy. So, yeah. So I want to go into vibrations and energy because um, I'm thinking of writing a book, you guys, and I want to give it away because I don't want somebody out there trying to steal my ideas. <laughs> but but I do believe that um, the reason why some people can see things that other people can't is because uh, their minds are open to it, but also because their energy is aligned with it. <clears throat> so some people just aren't energetically um, sensitive to that nuanced world of paranormal energy where some are. And that's why animals and children see things that grownups can't because they're not only more open to it, but I think also they're more energetically aligned to it because they're, um, they're not, they haven't been um, tainted with uh, cynicism and, and, and being jaded and get, getting jaded is what makes you stop 
believing in a lot of things. And that's why a lot of people think, you know, atheists are jaded. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, no, I just don't necessarily believe in a biblical God, but I do. I am trying to understand what the universe is, that perhaps there is a sentient energy, a collective conscience, if you will, of sentient energy that makes up the collective of this world that makes up a living universe. And so it's all too weird for us uh, little creatures to understand entirely, (laughs) but that's why I keep my mind open to the possibility of ghosts because um, it's the same reason why I keep myself open to the dynamics of energy because we don't entirely understand what PK energy is and whether or not it's even real. So, yeah. It's just fun to think about. Yeah. And just, it's, it's a brain exercise. Exactly. So anyway, but that's kind of what we have for today. We just wanted today, you know, today's Thanksgiving day and we just wanted to have fun and just kind of talk a little bit about what the podcast is about and talk about what we're about. We are skeptics when we have to be, but we, we try to be um, rationalists and uh, we try not to rationalize for the belief of things. We try to let the evidence um, speak for itself. And so we reveal whatever we feel is strong enough evidence. And so at the end of the day, we are soft believers. Um, but it's not just because we want there to be whimsy in our life. Yes, that's part of it. But it's also because I believe that the paranormal world has the burden of proof to prove that it exists. And I believe that it has met that burden of proof that there is something there beyond nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And so we can sit and speculate to what extent, you know, like when we watch ghost videos and big dramatic things happen, we tend to believe that it's less likely like, ah, mm-hmm. that's bullshit, you know, yeah. because it would take a, it would require a ton of energy for that to happen. And so of course there's ghost videos that are faked. Of course, there's the paranormal TV shows have a tendency to make us more jaded and cynical. Um, And so we should never lose our skepticism, but try not, if you can, to become cynical. You know, we were watching last night. We went to see um, Ghostbusters Afterlife last night, and we won't give any way any spoilers, but we were watching some of the reviews, and some of the reviews were very positive. And then there were some that were just kind of very cynical and very jaded. Um, and uh, while I do believe that nostalgia and being addicted to that touchy-feely sentimentality of nostalgia can make Ghostbusters kind of feel a little ungrounded, untethered in reality, um, I believe that they struck a nice balance between sentimentality and um, grounding the world in reality. I thought it was a nice balance. Yeah, I I do too. I really liked it. It was fun. And so, yeah, I feel like like skeptics and cynics, you know, because that's what we're living in, you guys. Is we're living in a world full of people that don't believe in God, don't believe in the power of love, don't believe in the dynamics of energy, don't believe in ghosts. Um, all they see is what they, all they believe is what they see. And if all you see is like hate, anger and equality and injustice you're you know wow that really closes up your mind to the possibility of good things existing and so that's what i'm trying to get you guys to understand is that mental health being an empath can be a lot of uh things 
Um, hold on, you guys. It's Thanksgiving, and I got to help somebody. I'll be right back. All right. Sorry about that, you guys. My my uh, mom is here, and she's cooking a Thanksgiving turkey, and she freaked out because um, I our internal thermometer broke last year, and I forgot that that had happened. That. And yeah. she's got one of those turkeys with the little pop out thing, the little thermometers that pop out automatically. I didn't even know that was a thing. Are you fucking serious? I've never cooked a turkey. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know she didn't know that, you guys. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a little red thing that pops out on its own. It's it's in the bird. They put oh. it in. And then when it pops out, it tells you it's done. Well, shit. Those, That's my fun fact for the day. Yeah, well, sometimes <laughs> sometimes they work well and other times they don't. And it hasn't popped yet. And my mom was like, this turkey's looking like it's burning. I don't think it's going to happen. And so we found... A thermometer, and I put it in, and I'm um, like, yeah, it's got about a half hour left. So I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, she was freaking out, and she knew I was recording too. So she's like, oh, I don't want to, but but I'm I don't want this bird to burn either. So, <laughs> anyways, it's all good. But yeah, we're wrapping up the show, anyways. Yeah, today today you guys is just kind of like, uh, you know, we've got a lot of serious things uh, that we're going to be doing in terms of empath shows and uh, talking about ghosts. We have much more. Serious topics. I'm going to talk about uh, the science of an empath. And I want to talk about um, <clears throat> some more specific things about the paranormal. But today, I just wanted you guys to see that we're, we haven't forgot about ghosts. We're not forgetting. Um, it's just that lately, we haven't been watching a lot of paranormal stuff. Um, but we're about to because we just got uh, Discovery Plus, which is all about that. So Ghost show, murder show. Ghost show, murder show. Exactly. So... <laughs> It'll be good. Um, but yeah, you know, but like I said, at the end of the day, my belief in the paranormal doesn't come from this desire to believe in ghosts as much as I feel like it's met the threshold for me personally because mm -hmm. of some of the things I've experienced, uh, my understanding of um, just there are just some things that we don't quite understand and there's a it feels like there's an ethereal world out there and I've seen glimpses of that ethereal world. And so I don't quite understand it or why it is, but I do feel like when you're open to these things, you can start uh, sensing and feeling and seeing things that a closed off closed minded person would not. And so it's not about believing in fantastical things uh, that are hard to believe just for the sake of whimsy. Although it does kind of, suit that purpose um, of satisfying your whimsy. But it's also about the fact that, you know, at the end of the day, I believe because I believe, you know, I believe yeah. it's met its threshold of it, uh, it, it met its burden of evidence. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's why I believe, yeah. but that doesn't mean that I believe that there's, there's millions of kinds of ghosts. That doesn't mean that I believe in all these things necessarily, but I keep my mind open to it because in that realm, in that world, um, there's a lot of things like shape-shifting. Maybe ghosts can shape-shift. Maybe energy can shift. Maybe intentions of ghosts can shift. So I try to think of everything in terms of energy, the dynamics of energy, and the, and the intentions of energy. When an intention of, like, when, you know, yes, we are physical beings, but what drives us? Whatever that life force is that drives us, yes, it's biological, but there's some part of it that is um, less corporeal and more spiritual, if you will. Mm -hmm. And there more are energetic. It's, it's, en energy. it's energy, yeah. right? Energy 
chemical energy is converted into um, ethereal energy, um, spiritual energy. And so, I, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, because, you know, that's what a lot of skeptics would say is the reason why we know that there's no afterlife, blah, 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 is that if you kill the part of your brain that works, uh, you know, that allows these parts of your brain to work when when they shut down, your brain no longer works and can no longer do these things. And therefore it's all brain and no spirit. I tend to believe that's mostly true, but you know, if if you're, if you've reached brain death, of course there's not going to be any thing else happening because you've reached brain death. Um, or, or like when they say when somebody dies, you lose 23 ounces of weight, you know, mm-hmm. cause that's how much a soul mm-hmm. weighs and all that. I yeah. don't believe in that necessarily. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I'm an atheist, but I'm, I'm still somewhat agnostic on the fact that perhaps this universe is governed by some force that's more powerful than ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I guess that yeah. is a higher that's, power. So maybe I'm not an atheist. Sorts. Maybe I'm just that's... not a biblical theist. I'm a, yeah. I'm an, a, a kind of a agnostic a spiritualist. A universalist. Yeah, or a universalist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's so many ter- uses of that word universal that uh-huh. that's why they don't use it. But I guess I would say I'm an agnostic Universe- spiritualist. Universalist. Universalist <laughs> spiritualist, you know. But anyways, yeah, so, you know, that's why we're doing all this. We're trying to get down to the bottom of things. Um, we do believe that there are certain TV shows that probably hoax and fake and overstate things. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't believe that people would go out of their way to fake everything. That seems very, that's a very cynical way to look at the world. It's a very mm-hmm. cynical way to look at people. And while I do believe that there's a lot of hoaxers on YouTube and whatnot, yeah. who are doing it for the clicks and the views, um, I do believe once you remove all of those things, at the end of the day, there is still something there. There are still EVPs. There are still objects moving. There are still balls rolling downstairs or or Mm -hmm. balls rolling across the floor. So we do see at the end of the day, when you remove all the nonsense, there's still something moving, something that isn't there, that isn't the wind, that isn't thunder or lightning, that isn't any other natural force in our world. So therefore, what else is it? You know, maybe... Maybe it's maybe it's like Carrie. Maybe we have the mind control. Mm-hmm. When you collectively believe that the ball's going to roll, your collective energy makes the ball roll. Mm-hmm. And if that's be. true, that's just as that's just as out there as the paranormal mm-hmm. itself. Because yeah. now you're talking about like Jedi or like Carrie having telekinesis, and mm-hmm. I, I believe a skeptic would not believe in telekinesis as much as they wouldn't believe in a ghost. And so that's what we're trying to understand. What we're trying to unravel is the the dynamics of energy mm-hmm. and how it yeah. works and how it behaves. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, I, you know, I, I do and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyways, that's what we got for you guys today. Um, thank you, you guys, for uh, joining us. Uh, we're trying to keep this podcast positive. Um, occasionally, we're going to get real. Occasionally, we're going to get dark because life is always going to be that push and pull between uh, us dealing with our uh, battles, our demons, if you will. We're always going to have that push and pull. But I always try to say, you know, yes, 
You're going to have, you need to eat your broccoli from time to time. You got to eat your spiritual, intellectual broccoli. But at the end of the day, once you've eaten your broccoli, you should enjoy this life. Be a silly heart. Enjoy your life. Have fun when you can, um, because that's what it's all about. Um, I just want to make sure that people out there um, are learning about politics, are learning about our rights as citizens, and empower yourself with knowledge, empower yourself with this understanding that you are free. Freedom. Freedom is not something to take for granted, you guys. So you want to make sure that you're using your freedom wisely. I know it's easy to get discouraged. I know it's easy to get despair and feel like the world is full of crap. It is. So create your own life. Create your own world. And that's why we watch ghost stuff, because it allows us to entertain something that is, um, you know, still childlike, that childlike wonder, that childlike awe. Don't grow so skeptical that you become cynical. Maintain your skepticism, but also keep an open mind. That's what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. So anyways, we're going to go eat some turkey, you guys. Thank you for joining us. We will have two more for you next week. And uh, we will be getting back to some much more heavy-duty episodes where I have to do some research. I'm not a, I'm not allergic to research. I love doing research. So I will have some shows that are going to require some serious research here soon for you. And uh, But we wanted this week, you know, it's Thanksgiving week. Uh, I, I just didn't want to do a ton of work. I, I'll admit I was feeling lazy. I was energetically right. needing to heal. Yeah. I just needed to heal from all that negativity. We, we had, after vacation, we had kind of an energetic letdown. Rebecca had an emotional letdown uh, from her work and feeling just dark and, and inhospitable. And so we wanted to kind of this week to be more positive. And uh, so you'll, sometimes you'll see us serious and angry and sad. Other times you'll see us trying, at least trying to maintain that, that wonder of, for life, that zeal for life. Uh, that lust for life and passion uh, and, and really just uh, it's about trying to keep your heart light, uh, maintain that silly heart inside of you. Don't let it that die, man, because once it's gone, you'll be like my dad, my dad, you know, he lost his zeal for life and it was only a matter of time that he ended up dying because he, the energy, you know, where your mind and where your energy goes, your body will follow. And so if you think sickly thoughts, if you think, bad thoughts, your mind is going to internalize that and create a negative life for yourself. So um, whether you believe in ghosts or not, believe in something, believe, you know, I'm trying to believe that I'm trying to get down to the bottom of what's real, but I'm also um, allowing myself to have an open mind because I think there's a lot about this world. We're not going to understand because a lot of shit's invisible, Mm -hmm. dark energy, uh, you know, invisible phenomenon, uh, is harder to uh, pin down, harder to nail down. So that's what we're trying to do is figure out all this in, these invisible forces. You know, once upon a time, we didn't know what gravity was, but we know it's there. Or electricity. Or electricity, or, right. All, yeah. All yeah. the invisible forces are always the hardest ones to prove, but they're also the hardest to debunk because, you know, we're not sure. You know, even that video with Joe, he was like, I don't know if it's a grift or not. I thought he was going to, you know, wipe the floor with us but no we're we're still hitting baby he like, thought so too yeah and you could see it when right. he came to the, the realization like he actually said he was like oh she 
Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, he couldn't, without a shadow of a doubt, say mm-hmm. this is completely fake. And so that's good. So keep your mind open to those possibilities because you just don't know, man. Perhaps we're living on a planet where there's portals because maybe there's little mini black holes and the fabric of time and space, uh, the laws of physics misbehaves in those little areas. Who knows? That's what I try to think of it. I try to think of it cosmologically. I try to think Mm -hmm. of it rationally because it's not about magic and mysticism. Mm -hmm. Any magician will tell you that it's fake, right? So we're not saying that magic is real. We're not saying that hocus pocus is real. What we're saying is that energy and intention is real and how that manifests uh, changes depending on your own energy. So, you know? Yeah, sure does. Anyways, you got anything for us, baby? Nah, I covered it. I'm, it's, yeah. just, it's fun. It keeps life interesting. I, yeah. I wouldn't want to be someone that's so closed off that I just don't even open myself to any possibilities. Of Absolutely. Well, and that's why I, you know, I am a biblical atheist, but I'm, I'm a spiritualist in the sense that I do believe that the universe uh, has a lot of energies and mysteries to unfold. And uh, I'm trying to understand how to align myself with the right thoughts and values uh, to achieve all the successes I want in life, because they do believe that religious people tend to become more successful. They tend to be more happy. So belief is important. So I'm not saying don't believe. I'm saying believe, but have good reasons to believe. And don't just believe because you want to believe. Believe because it's met the burden of proof. And so mm-hmm. I do believe that the universe... Um, is ruled by some powerful collective energy, but I don't believe that it's God and Jesus per se. That's all I'm trying to say. No disrespect, you know? So anyway, we'll get back to you next time. We've got two more for you next week. Uh, If you want to continue the conversation, join us at uh, Chef Bry Comedy on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you want to reach Rebecca, oh, or uh, search Surviving Empathy Podcasts on Google, you can find me that way also. Uh, and if you want to talk to Rebecca, cheer, go over and cheer her up, you guys. She she loves talking with you you guys. She loves talking to people who um, share our sensibilities. So any empaths and depressives and hypersensitives out there, anybody who's just in the struggle just like us, come on over and say hi at Spooky Nerdy Gal. There you go. That's you where, got it. That's where it's at. So <laughs> thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Happy Turkey Day, you guys. Wait, wait. Happy. Oh, oh, keep it going. Uh, happy Turkey Day. It. Say something, babe. Uh, yeah. You're having a good day. Oh, I can't find it. I can't. I can't you, find the app. You want to be with family or with family. If you want to be with friends, with friends. <laughs> there. Woo. Happy Turkey Day, guys. Thanks. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye.